0: Hey everyone, good morning. Pastor Brendan Witten here, and once again, I want to welcome you to Toronto City Church and to our online worship experience. It is the first Sunday of november can you believe that i mean we're we're almost to the end of 2021 now I, I know some of us are probably thinking yeah good riddance i can't wait for 2021 to be over uh you know but if we remember back some of us were saying that in 2020 i can't wait for 2021 but i do believe and i i'm believing god that 2022 is going to be a is going to be a year of some real restoration and breakthrough and some amazing things that God is doing. So let's just agree together on that. Amen. And in the meantime, let's enjoy the rest of 2021. Even in the midst of the challenges, in the midst of the difficulties, the midst of the different things that are going on, God is doing some really deep things. And He's setting us up for some powerful things. So let's stir our faith for what He is doing. Amen. All right, well, today I'm really excited, again, just to dive into the Word, but just wanted to, as we've been doing the last several weeks, just to remind you about several practical things before I get into it. First and foremost, I really want to encourage you, if you are newer to Toronto City churches, we want you to connect in. There's a seat at the table for you. We want you to be part of what God's doing here. And I know, you know, through the pandemic, different people joined and started joining us online. And then over this last several, the last couple months, as we've kind of reopened, there's been many, many new faces. And I'm excited about that. I, I, I'm so, I love meeting new people. I know there's been new people joining us here online as well. But what we want to make sure is we want to make sure that you are able to connect in more. Because if God's brought you here, he brought you here for a purpose. And it's more than just sitting and listening to a message, right? We're we're called to be a movement, not just a, a Sunday morning service or a Sunday morning gathering. So we want you to be part of stuff. So I just really want to encourage you, reach out. If you know God's called you here, and especially if you've come recently, reach out, let us know right? Let us know. Let us know that you're plugging in. Let us know that you want to be involved. There's some real practical ways you can do it. You can get in a connection group and we can help you do that. You can volunteer and serve in a ministry that's so key and so important. And again, just reach out to us. And then the new year, we're going to be relaunching a lot of our classes and just different ways. And these are all ways that you can connect and plug into what God's doing. There's other things as well too, but just here's the key. The key is reach out. Let us know. Let us know that you're here, that you feel God's called you here and you want to connect. Even if we have to have a conversation because maybe you're not sure and you're kind of like, well, I don't know how to connect in. Let us just, let's have that conversation. Amen? And so we really just want to encourage you in that. Reach out to us. Let us know. Ladies, again, I just, I want to give a pop. It's going to be in the announcements at the end, but for Saturate Saturday, on Saturday, the 20th of November, 930 a.m., Pastor Sharon, the ladies at TCC get together for worship, for impartation. It's going to be a great time. Make sure you register and sign up online because space is limited. And last but not least, before we just jump right into the word, I want to remind you that today is the first Sunday of the month, so it is communion sunday so we want to take communion together uh, we took a break last month just because we were kind of still getting used to reopening and figuring out things in person but we're going to be taking communion today across our online and our in-person experiences and it's going to tie very much into the word that i'm going to share with you and so just make sure you get your communion elements uh, again whatever you have around the house you've got some crackers you got some grape juice or if you have to substitute with something else if your heart's right you know, Just get what you can, but just be ready because we're going to take communion together and pray at the end of this message. But anyways, let's dive in. Let's go for it today. We're, we're continuing our series, Hello, My Name Is, and especially over this last month, we've really been zeroing in and focusing on the names of God, which reveal to us the character of God and who He is. And so we're going to build on that today, but I also wanted to connect it being the first Sunday of the month uh, to Healing School Sunday. Uh, now, I know there's lots of new faces and new people who are in. So what we've been doing uh, really through a lot of 2020 into 2021, we're continuing with it, is we've been taking the first Sunday of every month and putting a particularly strong focus on healing, on the supernatural, on demonstrating the power of God in our lives and and living out, and especially with this element of healing. I really felt like God's called us to be a house of healing. We've had many prophetic words about God wants to do through healing. So this is part of our way of leaning into this. And so again, in October, just with all the relaunch and getting things up, moving, we we took a month off of healing school, but we are back and we're going to tie in perfectly to the Hello, My Name Is series, because today I want to focus on the name of God that is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. Come on, where you are right now, I want you to say he is the God who is our healer, right? I want you just to say it right now, just declare it. He's the Lord, our healer. Right? He is the Lord, our healer. Let's look where this actually verse, uh, where this name was first brought out in the scriptures. It's from Exodus fifteen twenty six, And it says, saying, if you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord, your God, and do that which is right in his eyes and give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord, your healer. Now, there's obviously a lot of different things in this passage we could bring together and understanding kind of the type and pattern of the Egyptians and sin, uh, sicknesses under, uh, sin and disease and sicknesses under sin and we've been redeemed from sin, therefore we've been redeemed. But I just, I wanna really zero into this point that he says, I am the Lord, your healer. Last week, we talked about being Jehovah Jireh, who is our provider and just growing and walking in that revelation. And I talked to you last week about how in the season we're in and the seasons that are coming forward, God wants us to know him as our provider right? Not just theologically, but experientially in our lives. And in the same way, I believe God wants us to know just as much as he is our provider in the season we're in. And guys, in the seasons that are coming, I think this this past, you know, kind of pandemic, I don't know for you, but it has really opened my eyes to how fragile the world is and, and just how you know, some things that maybe from a distance don't seem that big can make such a huge impact. And, and there's a lot of people, and maybe you felt it yourself, who there's been, our security has been stripped away. There's a lot of fear, right? There's talk about for the future, but in the middle of this, God wants us to know that I am Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord, your healer. He is the God who heals us. And he is also the God who protects and sustains our health. And I just want to, again, it's simple today. Just, I really feel just like the simplicity in this season. I just want to encourage you and I want to declare to you to build your faith in Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, your healer. Let's look at a few verses that just speak to us about this and talk about this. Psalm 41 verse three said this, the Lord sustains him on a sickbed in his illness. You restore him to full health. Right? So again, the Lord sustains him on his sickbed. In his illness, you, that's being the Lord, restore him to full health. You know, it's interesting. One, one thought right off the top with this sometimes when we preach and teach about healing, people come away with the impression that we should never be sick. We should never battle a sickness or a disease. And, and don't get me wrong. I believe that the more you build your faith in this, the more you kind of, you know, it's like you get to it quick right? There's this faith and this strength for healing in you. But, but sometimes we can cross over and almost like a spiritual pride or like a judgmentalism on others, like I should never be sick or I will never be sick. If something's wrong with you, wrong. No, no, guys, that's not what it's about at all. We live in a fallen world. We live in a world where there is sickness and disease. It rains on the righteous and the unrighteous. And there will be times where sickness comes out. Now again, hear me. We can build our faith for divine health, And we can build our faith and we can begin to live a life where we live healthy and strong. But again, it's not about, how would I say this? It's not about that it means there'll just never be an opportunity for sickness or disease. We will face challenges. There'll be people around us who face challenges. But here's the Lord's promise. He sustains us on the sickbed and in his illness, he restores us to full health, right? That God has this promise for us. He is going to sustain us. And he is going to restore us to full health, right? That's why I love too, there's miracles and then there's healing. A miracle is something that happens suddenly, but quite often, even if you study the ministry of Jesus, a healing is something that can happen over some time. And so that's why I don't get discouraged if there's a healing that still is in process, the healing is still taking time. Right, Because he is the God, he restores us to full health. Psalm 1 or 7 verse 20 says this, he sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So once again, we see Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. Come on, just say it right now. He's the God who's my healer, right? He is the Lord, our healer. And it says he sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Again, we see his heart and his character to heal right? To bring healing. But this verse gives us a very interesting insight in that says he sent out his word. In other words, what this verse is speaking to us, and you'll see it through many other verses, that a key in healing, a key in protecting and sustaining our health, a key in walking in divine health is the word of God, right? There's another passage. I don't have it referenced here today, but it talks about how his word is like medicine to us, right? His word is like medicine. His word brings healing. And so that's why today I'm trying to pack this message with healing, with scriptures. I'm trying to pack this message with the word of God because the power to heal is not in my words. The power to heal is not in our ability to kind of just really like be positive and hope it happens. No, the power is in the word, right? The power is in his word and the power is in faith in his word. He sent his word and healed them. The word of God contains healing power. And so even today, if you're wanting to grow in a revelation of Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer, because guys, come on, honestly, really for a lot of us, right? There's, there's, there's some of us who've had longer battles and this is something we're believing for it, contending for. It. And I want you to know I'm standing with you. Toronto City Church, we are standing with you and there is healing power in the word of God. And so if you will get in the word and the word will get in you, especially take scriptures regarding healing, get them into your life, get them into your heart and watch the healing power begin to flow and manifest. Another passage I want you to turn with me. We're gonna stay in the Psalms for a little bit right now, but Psalm 103, one to five and says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Now, I love this because the psalmist, David, he starts up by talking about bless the Lord, right? Put your focus on God, lift him up, worship him. But then he also says, so lift him up, but don't forget all his benefits, right? There are benefits to walking with Jesus, there are benefits to serving God. They are incredible benefits. There are internal benefits that are out of this world, no pun intended, right? But then there are benefits for the world and the life that we are in right now, right? And it's interesting, the Bible says, don't forget his benefits, because that would suggest to me that there's times where we can forget his benefits or a time we can lose sight of his benefits. And you know, I understand sometimes there's people who, who focus more on the benefits than they do on the Lord, but just don't make that mistake, right? Bless the Lord. You don't bless the benefits. You bless the Lord. And then you don't forget his benefits because as you're blessing him and you're lifting him up and you're following him, and you're serving him, you're seeking the kingdom first. These benefits begin to manifest in your life. So what are these benefits that he wants to manifest in life? Well, number one, he forgives all of your iniquity, right? How many of you are thankful today for forgiveness? How many of you know that today, if it wasn't for Jesus and his forgiving and loving power in your life, you would be in a bad place. I mean, where would you be to, I have no idea where I would be without him, but I know it would not be a good place. I honestly don't even know if I'd be here. I don't know if I'd be alive, but he forgave me. Right? He forgave me of all of my iniquities. He forgave me. That's one of his benefits. Right, I'm with him, but he forgives us. And I want to encourage you today, if you're watching this, and maybe you still struggle with guilt, you struggle with condemnation, today I want to encourage you that one of the benefits of walking with Jesus is he forgives all of your iniquity. Not because you deserve it, but just because he's God and he has chosen to do that. Right? So it says he forgives all your iniquity. I love this. Now watch, this, this is very much for our, our, our topic today. And he heals all your diseases. Right? So just as much, you have faith for forgiveness today? I do. I have faith for forgiveness. I should just as much have faith that he heals all my diseases. Right? This is his heart. This is who he is. This is part of the benefits of the kingdom. Now again, we're not blessing the benefits. We're blessing the Lord, but the benefits manifest as we walk with him. So he forgives our iniquity. He heals our diseases. Number verse four, he redeems your life from the pit. Come on, guys. He redeems your life from the pit. He redeems your life from destruction. Come on. He redeems you. Come on. Somebody say he redeemed my life from the pit, right? It says he crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, and he satisfies you with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. And we could go on, but I want to get into some other verses and go for it. But guys, I want to encourage you today. Bless the Lord today. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. All that is in me, bless this land. Bless the Lord, and do not forget His benefits. And one of those benefits of walking with Jesus is that He heals all your diseases. Now, someone might be listening to me. You're saying, "Well, then, why do I still have a disease or sickness in my life?" It's because He's provided it. But now, by faith, you need to receive it. You need to walk in it. Right? The Bible says, "By faith and patience." I said this last week. By faith and patience, we inherit the promises. It's right there for you. But stir your faith up today. If you follow Jesus, you should say, "Man, wait. This is one." of the benefits of healing my diseases. Lord, I just thank you today. And I believe you for healing in my body, healing in my family, healing in my child. I believe you. And I stand on this today. I believe you for healing. Let's move over a little bit to Jeremiah, because I believe Jeremiah has some amazing passages about the healing power of God. Jeremiah 17 verse 14 says this, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved for you are my praise right? Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Healing is part of the nature of God. Does God want to save us? Definitely. We know that. Just as much as he wants to save us, he wants to heal us. He wants to bring healing into our lives. And this is healing on every level, guys. Healing spiritually, healing emotionally, healing physically. God does not say, I will heal you in one area, but I'm just going to leave you in another. No, he wants to bring healing in every area of your life. Jeremiah 33, verse 6 says, Behold, I will bring to it health and healing and I will heal them and reveal to them the abundance of prosperity and security. Again, we see God's heart to bring healing, right? To bring health, to bring healing. And he wants to heal you and he wants to reveal to you the abundance of prosperity and security. Let's drop back for a second. Jeremiah 30, 17 says this, for I will restore health to you and your wounds I will heal, declares the Lord. Because they have called you an outcast. It is Zion for whom no one cares. Maybe you felt like an outcast. Maybe you felt like no one cares. Maybe you felt like you're all on your own, but God wants you to know today that he is Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord who heals you. And his promise for you today is for I will restore health to you and your wounds I will heal. Now, so on want to bridge on this, we could go on to other scriptures that talk about God's heart and his character and his power to heal, but I actually want to take some time to zero in on the heart and the ministry of Jesus, because in John 14, verse 9, again, today it's just about the word, it's about building our faith in Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. In John 14, verse 9, Jesus said this, he said to him, have I been with you so long that you do not yet know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the father. How can you say, show us the father? Now, the context of the verse was that Philip had come and is kind of a heart from other disciples as well and said, you know, Jesus, show us the father. And basically Jesus said, listen, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. Why was this true? Well, simply because Jesus was God right? Jesus was God in the flesh. He was the word made flesh that dwelt among us. He is the second part of the Trinity, God, the father, God, the son, and then God, the Holy spirit. And he came, one of his primary purposes in coming was to reveal the father to us and to show us what the father is like. Do you want to know what God is like? Look at Jesus. Do you want to know God's heart? Look at Jesus. Do you want to know the things that anger God? Look at Jesus. Do you want to know how, how how to treat people? Look at Jesus, right? The entire scriptures from front to end ultimately are a revelation of Jesus Christ. And so we need to look to him. But when we look at Jesus, he shows us what the father's like. Come on, somebody say, look at Jesus, right? When you look at Jesus, you are going to see what God's like. And so let's see, is Jesus manifest Jehovah Rapha the Lord who heals. Well, Matthew 9.35 says this, and Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. Right? So we see that this is talking about the ministry of Jesus. He went through all the cities, all the villages. He was teaching, he was proclaiming or preaching, and he was healing. It was part of the threefold ministry of Jesus. He taught, he preached, and then he would heal and perform signs and wonders, right? It's very connected because the gospel of the kingdom is always followed by signs and wonders. And one of the main things he'd do is he'd heal. And why would he heal just a few or some? It said he healed every disease and every affliction. Now, what do you think he meant by every? I think he meant every, right? If you study the Greek translation of this passage, every means every, Sorry, I'm just being a little silly. But I want to build your faith, every disease and every affliction. See, the enemy's gonna come sometimes and lie and say, Well, God doesn't want you healed. God doesn't want you healthy, God doesn't want you well. But wait, Jesus shows us what the Father's like, and Jesus healed every disease. Jesus healed every affliction. Let's look at a few more verses just to continue to build our faith in Jesus, who was showing us what God was like. Matthew 8:16. That evening they brought to him many who were oppressed by demons. And he cast out the spirits with the word and healed all who were sick. Notice the theme again, every sickness, every disease, he healed all who were sick, right? Part of this, we talked about this in healing school before, because there's two elements. The enemy first wants to get you, he's going to fight that you believe that God's going to heal. But then the second level, he wants to fight you. and say, oh yeah, God heals, but God's not going to heal you, right? Healing isn't yours. Healing doesn't belong to you. But see, when you start to look at the nature of Jesus, you start to say, no, healing is mine. Healing belongs to me. It's part of the benefits of walking with him. And I may not have seen it manifest in my life yet, but I'm not gonna allow that to bring me into a place of doubt or unbelief, but through faith and patience, I'm going to inherit the promise, right? Yes, sometimes there is a process, but God's promise is yes and amen. And his promise is that he healed. And we see in the ministry of Jesus, he healed all who were sick. It's also interesting, if I can just take a quick side rabbit trail here for a second. He also dealt with demons and those who were oppressed by demons. And I really believe in the days we're coming into, we are going to see a resurgence of the ministry of deliverance. Now, I'm not saying this as an expert. I'm not saying this as someone who's already perfected it, but I'm saying someone who's hungry and someone who's seeking and someone who's wanting to walk with God in this. But family, we live in a culture where more and more sin has just ravaged the life of people and the demonic is attacking and ravaging the life of people. In this place, God is gonna release fresh grace of deliverance. And so part of Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals us, is also going to be a healing that brings deliverance to us. Amen? So he, 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 uh, he cast out evil spirits with a word and he healed all who were sick. Let's look at Matthew 12, 15. I just want to stir you up with a few more scriptures today. Jesus, aware of this, withdrew from there. And many followed him and he healed them all. Notice the theme here. He withdrew from there, may fall follow them. He healed them all. Matthew 14, 14, when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and he healed their sick, right? He had this compassion and he healed their sick over and over again. Re, 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 the nature of Jesus, the heart of Jesus revealed Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. You can put your trust and your confidence in his character today, that he is the God who heals your disease, right? There's an old song we used to sing, uh, and I remember growing up in church, I am the Lord. Uh, I am the Lord that, what is it? I am the God, oh yeah, so it is. I am the God that heals thee. I am the Lord, your healer. I sent my word and healed your disease. I am the Lord, your healer, right? I mean, just pure scripture, right? He is Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord that heals. He sent his word. Today, he is sending his word to bring healing, right? Not my word, nothing to do with me. It's his word that brings healing. It's his word that gets like, who who will get just so radically serious about the word? And you say, he sent his word, so I'm gonna get the word in the word and I'm gonna get the word in me. And this word's gonna release life. He sent his word. I, I feel like I'm speaking prophetically to someone today. Get in the word and take that stand of faith. Get healing scriptures and just lay them out and pray them and just wage war with those scriptures and believe the Lord for a manifestation of healing. He is Jehovah, Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord who heals, right? Matthew 15, 30 says this, and great crowds came to him, bringing with them the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others. And they put them at his feet and he healed them. Uh, How many of them? All of them. He healed them all, right? Every one that came and were brought to his feet, he healed them. Matthew 21, 14 says this, and the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. I know this is somewhat repetitive, guys, but again, this is the power of the word. I'm just, I, I'm part of my assignment and my goal today is just speaking the word over you. Luke 4, verse 40 says this Now, when the sun was setting, all those who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid hands on every one of them and healed them. Everyone! And every one was healed. I love Acts 10, 38, where they're preaching about the ministry of Jesus. This was Peter was at Cornelius. He said, how God anointed Jesus Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And he went, doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Right? Jesus went about, he was anointed with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed from the devil for God was with him. Guys, this is the same Jesus that is here today by his word and by his spirit. This is the same Jesus that is in you and with you, the same spirit that raised him from the dead dwells inside of you. And, and this Holy Spirit, he went with doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil. We need to have that faith and confidence in Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. But then there's this heart that he says, hey, I want you to go and I want you to take my spirit and I want you to take my power and I want you to go and do good. And I want you to heal all who are oppressed by the devil because I am with you, right? That's, that's the heart of the gospel, uh, Acts 9.34, one one last verse in this. This is And Peter said to Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you, rise and make your bed, and immediately he rose. love us so again we see from Acts. Jesus Christ heals you. Right? Peter was to saying, I am going to do it. He says, Jesus Christ heals you, rise and make your bed, and immediately he rose. Right? Jesus was a healer because the Father is a healer. He's Jehovah Rapha. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, the third part of the Trinity, healing power is released. He is the God who heals. Stir your faith up today. Stir your heart up. You know, someone might be listening and say, Yeah, okay, this is great, Pastor Brennan, but that's Jesus, right? That's God, that's Jesus, that's the early church. Didn't this stuff, passed away? I don't know. Is that really for today? Is that really for every Christian? And I want you to know, yes, it is. First, Hebrews 13, verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he was a healer 2,000 years ago, this same Jesus is a healer today. He is going to be a healer forever. That is who he is. Secondly, I would take you to Mark 16, 15 to 18. It says, And he said to them. This is now his great commission to us who are his followers. Go into all the world, proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover, right? This is a promise for us. And so today I want to encourage you as we bring this to a close and we're going to take communion together. And we're going to pray. We're going to pray for Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer to manifest today. But I want to encourage you today. Trust God with your healing. I want to encourage you. Trust God with your health. Right. If you're in a place right now in your life when you need healing, trust God. If you're not needing a healer right now, maybe you're healthy. Trust God to protect you. Trust God with your health. Trust God to protect your family. Trust God to protect this church family. Trust God with our health. Why? Because he's Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord, our healer. So just before we grab our communion elements, we take communion together, what are, what are some practical things that you can you know kind of take and do out of this word? Well, first I want to encourage you, number one, now I've got to encourage you just like last week. I didn't want to bring some practical right foot left foot next steps for Number 1, you need to settle in your heart that God is Jehovah Rapha, your healer. Maybe because of past experiences or past teachings you've heard, you still struggle, you wrestle with that. Was well, it really everyone does he really want healing? Is he not maybe going to teach me something through sickness? Y'all, let me let me just speak to that cuz I I really from my heart I understand just very well intentioned you know, people have, have had that heart to share their heart, but it does. Let's go back to Jesus. Do we ever see Jesus with anyone who came to him for healing? Jesus looked at him and said, no, actually, it's my will that you have this sickness because I'm developing your character through this. Now, I'm not saying that God can't work through, uh, God can work in any circumstance in our life. And, and there can be times where you go through something and God actually could do work, but it doesn't mean he intended that. And it doesn't mean his will is not for you to be healed right? It's, that's his will, because we see it in the ministry of Jesus. And, and you know, if you wanted to, I know maybe for some of you that still opens up a whole nother Pandora's box of questions and stuff, and you can email me, or go watch some of the older healing schools. You know, we have them on our, our YouTube site, because we've talked about some of these things. But but here's why, you've got to settle it. And so if you're you kind of wrestling, it's okay to wrestle, right? It's okay if you're, you're kind of like, oh, Pastor, I don't know, I'm not really buying into that right now. Okay, but then dive into the word, right? Let me know. I'll send you some resources, like really wrestle with it. Cause God wants you to settle that he is Jehovah Rapha, your healer. And he wants you to settle it for you. Sometimes it's easy for us to believe it for others, but God wants to settle it for you. So number one, you need to settle in your heart that he's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, your healer. Number two, ask him and just begin to thank him for healing. Like it's just so simple. Just say, now maybe you've already been asking. So keep asking. The Bible says, ask, you receive, Seeking, you find, knocking, the door will be open. Actually, if you study the original language there, it talks about keep asking, you receive. Keep seeking, and you will find. Keep knocking, and the door will be open. There's this persevering element to it, right? But just ask Him. Ask Him today. Say, Lord, you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, my healer. I know that healing was made available to me through Jesus and what He did. And so I just ask, and I believe, and I receive for healing today. Ask him and thank him for healing. Number three, and I kind of touched on this already in the message, but feed your faith on healing scriptures. I've heard so many stories and testimonies of people. You know, sometimes healing will come in a supernatural moment. It'll come in a healing service, it'll come. But I've heard so many stories of people that just got the word. And it's easier today than ever before. You can just go on YouTube and type in healing scriptures. And they would just let the word get in their hearts and they pray it and they'd sing it and they'd listen to it. They play it all night, you know, and they just get the word in them and they just keep filling themselves with the word. He sent his word and healed them and healing just began to manifest life. And so I want to encourage you, feed your faith on healing scriptures. Brother Kenneth Hagin used to say it this way. He talked to some of the guys who are part of the voice of healing revival. He said, you fellas are healing by the anointing, which is a total right way. But that, that kind of is, you have to get into the right atmosphere. And there's some things that he said, I'm, I'm teaching people how to be healed on the word. Cause that's always a constant, right? That's, you can, you can be by yourself. No one can be around you, but you got the word there's healing in that word. You can get it in you. So I want to encourage you now, God may, there's so many different ways that God could manifest healing, right? There's so many different ways he could do it, but, but the key is just let him deal with all that. But one of the things you can do is you can feed your faith on healing scriptures. You don't need a service. You don't need some special preacher. You don't need some great worship artist to kind of worship and your worship leader to welcome. You don't need anything because you got the word and you've got him and you just fill yourself with the word. So feed your faith on healing scriptures. And then last but not least, just real quick, persevere in faith. I've referenced this scripture several times. It's Hebrews 6 verse 12, I think it is, where it talks about through uh, uh, through faith and patience, we inherit the promises right? And I was kind of joking a little bit last week, but it's not through through uh, through doubt and laziness we inherit the promises. No, it's through faith and patience we inherit the promises. And so there's a reason God talks to us a lot about patience or about perseverance or pressing forward. Why? Because we're going to need to do that sometimes. And I have all the answers for why it takes longer than we want it to sometimes and why it just doesn't happen right away. I mean, there's certain things that over time God shows you. There's other things maybe we'd never know. Why did it take that long, Lord? Or why didn't it just happen right away? But here's why I encourage you. What he told us is just keep persevering. Keep praying, keep believing, keep standing, keep, keep, keep getting to those healing scriptures, right? Just keep pushing forward. And so I just wanna close with this encouragement. We're gonna take communion and pray. Keep going. Don't stop. I just speak persevering faith. I speak encouragement and strength in your heart. Keep believing God. You may have been believing for a long time. Well, I I, I just believe your manifestation is just around the corner. Keep believing because he is Jehovah Rapha. He is the God who heals us. And again, there's just something on that song. I'm not going to sing it, but I just want to declare it over you again because there's something so annoying. I, I am the Lord. I am the God that heals your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. I sent my word and healed your disease. I am the Lord, your healer, right? Hear that today. Let that let that stir in your faith. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord, our healer. Amen. All right, well, let's take communion together. Just uh, I'll be back in just a moment. We'll just give you a moment to get your communion elements, and we're going to take this together. All right, well, welcome back. I trust you have your communion elements with you. If maybe you didn't have something that you know you could get to right now, just, just agree with us in prayer and faith and maybe you can even take communion a little later. Uh, remember, communion is such a powerful spiritual practice. It's a spiritual discipline. It's an opportunity to connect with God. And I, I feel like in the days that are coming, more and more, God wants to make communion just something that's organic, that's real to us. And it's something that you can just take in different times and seasons. And it's just a way for you to really connect with God. And, and, and a way for you to kind of in, release and engage your faith. So we've been talking today about Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. And and one of the powerful things about communion is that communion is where we remember what Jesus has done for us. And could I suggest today as well that we also remember who he is? We remember who God is, right? And it's not just that we forgot, even though sometimes we can forget, but it's it's oftentimes remembrance carries like a, a, a solemn moment to it where it's like, no, no, I'm, I'm stopping everything and I'm really taking time to focus in on him and I'm remembering him. So, so let's take communion together. Let's do it with that heart of reverence and that heart of, and what I want you to do is, as we're taking this today, as we're remembering, he is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. And we are believing God for even as we take this communion, whatever area of healing is needed in our lives, we're believing him for it. And even if we're healthy right now, we are believing for supernatural health, we're believing that he not only heals us, but he also protects our health and that we can walk in divine health. Amen? Amen. So if you want to first take the bread with you, uh, kind of COVID season, we're doing more of these individualized cups. Uh, so we'll be having these in our in-person gatherings, but uh, sure, you have whatever you have. But the boss says he took bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Right? Part of it's revealing Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. Whenever you eat this, do so in remembrance of me. Let's eat together today in remembrance of him. Amen. Amen. All right. The Bible also says he took the cup. He said, This is the blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you for the remission of sins. Mary also said, By his stripes you were healed. Right? Whenever you drink this, do so in remembrance of me. Let's drink together today in remembrance of the shed blood of Jesus Christ and all that it purchased us, the benefits. Right? that purchased us. and us together. Amen. Amen, amen. Let's pray. And just what I want you to do is, wherever you are right now, I've been talking about this a little bit recently, just create your own altar space. right? Just create your a moment with God. Maybe you might close your eyes, raise your hands, you can get on your knees. I mean, if you're driving, I wouldn't recommend closing your eyes and getting on your knees, but you know, wherever you are. And let's just, let's, let's take this before the Lord. And we're going to believe for a manifestation of Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. And so, Lord, we come before you today. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the Lord, our healer. Jesus, we've seen in your ministry that you healed them all, that you were anointed with the Holy Spirit and power. You went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. And so today, in the name of Jesus, we just speak healing over every person. We speak healing over everyone. We thank you that by Jesus' stripes we were healed. We thank you that, even I didn't reference the scripture today, but healing is the children's bread. That healing is part of the benefits of walking with you. And so whatever the sickness is today, whatever the disease is, we speak healing. Just as Peter said to Aeneas, he said, Jesus Christ heals you. I speak and I declare today, Jesus Christ heals you. Rise up today. Be healed today. Be whole today. In Jesus' name. And Lord, we just love you and we thank you for this. Thank you for that healing power growing, manifesting in everyone. And we thank you for every member of our church family for for all those connected to them for a, a hedge of protection that you not only heal us, but you also sustain our health. And you sustain us in that time. And we thank you for us. God, and especially those who are facing very challenging diseases or sickness, maybe cancer, maybe other incurable diseases. We just speak today the power of the name of Jesus and we speak and release healing and the supernatural, miraculous power of God to fill your body today in Jesus' name. And so, Lord, we love you, and we thank you for this. And everyone agree with me said, amen. Amen. Come on, somebody say, he's Jehovah Rapha. Come on, say, he's the God, our healer. Amen. And we just thank you today, Lord, for a continuing revelation of you as Jehovah Rapha. Now, before I pass it back over to our hosts, I just wanted to say one more thing. The most important work of healing that can ever happen is not physical, but it's spiritual. It's where we are born again, where we are freed and forgiven from sin. See, the Bible teaches us that God loves us with his everlasting love, but we've been separated from that love because of sin. Now, Romans 6, 23 tells us the wages of sin is death. It's not just physical dying. This is separation from God for eternity. All of us deserve that, right? That's the wages of sin. We've all sinned. I have You have. I'm not just pointing at you. All of us have. See, it says says, the wages of sin is death, so we all deserve eternal judgment because of sin. But it goes on to say the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ the Lord. There is a free gift of God that is eternal life, and it comes through faith in Jesus. And so I just want to give an opportunity today, if there's anyone watching, And I don't know, maybe you tuned in. Maybe you came in late. You're just catching this part now, but you know you need to be right with God. You know you need to give your life to Jesus or you know you need to give your life back to Jesus. I'm gonna pray a prayer. And if that's you, I want you to pray it with me from the bottom of your heart. Say, Jesus, thank you for your love for me. Thank you that you came for me. Thank you that you died for me. Thank you that you rose again. Today, I turn my back on sin and I commit my life to you. Forgive me free me, fill me, I want to follow you, amen, amen, well I just want to encourage you, if you prayed that prayer, the Bible tells us that all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved, and he's heard you, He's answered you, and He's already working in you. He's doing something. You may not feel anything physically, but He's doing something powerful spiritually as you called out to Him. But here's what I want to ask. If you prayed that prayer to give your life to Christ, or give your life back to Christ, would you give us the honor of just being able to help you and assist you, right? It's not just a prayer. It's a lifelong journey. But we want to give you a Bible. We want to back you up. We want to support you. If you can just click on the link to let us know or reach out and email us, just let us know, hey, I gave my life to Christ. We would be so honored to be able to just have one of our team connect with you and encourage you and help you in these first steps of your your new walk with him. Amen. So just let us know. We'd be so grateful for that. But anyways, other than that, thank you guys for tuning in. We're excited what's happening. Again, you know, we're really working towards live streaming. We're just getting some final details together. But again, in the meantime, I'm so thankful for our team and I'm so honored just still to be able to connect in this way. I, I think we're just on the edge in the coming year or two or three years. We're gonna, there's gonna be so much kingdom creativity that is is released through online. And God's just bringing the right people into place. He's raising up the team members because there's something that he wants to do that's literally, I believe, going to impact different nations. I mean, it's one of those things that if God told us, I don't think we'd believe it, but that's what he wants to do. So we're not going to despise small beginnings. These are the baby steps. We're getting things together, but let's just keep pressing in. We're so thankful for every one of you. Thank you for being here today. Um, Pastor Sharon, and I love you. Uh, It's great. If you can't come in person, we love seeing you. But if you're just in the online world right now with us, we're so thankful that you're here as well. Have an amazing Sunday. Have an amazing week. I'm going to turn it back over to our host. Jermaine, wasn't that such a great message about Jehovah Rapha from Pastor Brendan? Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today at Toronto City Church and our online worship experience. We will be here every Sunday at 11 a.m. and in person at 9 and 11.30. As we look forward to the week, we want to remind you of several things. Make sure you join a connection group. We have a number of options throughout the week. We also have daily prayer calls that you can get involved with. Contact the office for more information. If there's anything we can do to serve you, please let us know. And thank you again for joining us today. Have a great week and always remember that we are called to know Him and to make Him known. God bless you. Before you go, check out the weekly announcements.